0: What's going on, everybody? Before we get into this episode, I just wanted to stop by real quick to thank everyone who has listened this far, or who's checking us out, or if you're new to the show, welcome. We really hope you like it. If you haven't already, please follow us on our social medias, Legionnaire Athletics, on Facebook and Instagram. You can find me at my personal Instagram, I'm Dean, and so can you. And you can email us at legionnaireathletics at gmail.com. This is a little bit different of an episode. We're going to be doing a little deep dive on myself. If you have any further questions or anything you'd like to know more about me, Randy, or Megan, because we'll be doing some episodes like this more in the future, please let us know in the social medias. Leave a comment down below. Follow us on Spotify. Give us a five-star rating. And we should be on Apple Music soon, I think. I also decided to leave some of the uh, pre-recording banter in because it was kind of funny. So I hope you all enjoy. Let's get into the episode.
1: Lift up a finger or something like that.
0: Yeah. What do you eat? No, you'll know because I'll just be like, <laughs> "My pussy hurts." <laughs> uh, okay.
2: Are we recording already? Yeah. Yeah, I just started. It. Okay. So all that what you just said made it in there. Hundred percent. Yeah, will be, yeah. be there. Good thing you've gotten the editing scale there. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. So this will be episode six, right? So we, got,
0: well, we just released. We're four four. in Star
2: Wars territory now. Five, yeah, dude. And
0: so yeah, I think be six. six. Welcome to episode, I think, six of The Legion Lifestyle. I'm your host, Dean. Joining me today, as per usual, my two idiots, Randy and Megan.
1: (laughs) Oh, you're so sweet. (laughs) I love you you. guys. Thing
2: one
0: and thing two. Pretty much. Tweedledum
2: and Tweedledee.
0: You you don't need names at this point. That's fair. So today we're going to be doing something a little bit different. And we're going to kind of do a couple episodes here and there, just deep dive into who we are. So I'm going to (coughs) open this up to Randy and Megan, and they're going to interview me. And we're gonna find a little bit more about your host, Dean. Dean,
1: like anybody wants to know. No, I'm just kidding.
0: We're very <laughs> excited
2: right. to know all the ins and outs. Feel
0: free to of just tune team. out on this I, one.
2: That's I think whatever. the ladies just want to know how big is your shoe size.
0: Uh, I wear a size 13, a double E, the wide ones for boots or uh, baby dick. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're right.
1: Too much. Okay.
2: All right. uh, Megan's got the list of questions. So she's going to go ahead and kick this off. And then we'll just kind of take it from there.
0: And then uh, just a disclaimer I'm a little congested. So if I sound weirder or uh, if there's weird pauses, it's because I'm cutting out sections of me coughing or something. So thank you. Yes.
1: All right. So let's start first and foremost, Dean. Why a podcast?
0: Why a podcast? So that's an interesting question that. I kind of decided on this because I have learned I have a real passion for the fitness and the healthy lifestyle altogether, and I've always wanted to do something. Um, like I've always been very creative and very in the mindset of being entrepreneurial or something like that. You know, uh, I went to college for gunsmithing and I thought that was something I wanted to do. And it wasn't until recently that I kind of hit me that fitness and being in the gymsy. You- the only thing that I've really stuck with consistently and that I've always been driven and passionate about that. And then just the drive that I've had to fix my own mental health. And since I've kind of gotten in a really good groove over the last year of figuring out all of these different things and being happy for once that I'm like, I can, I think I can inspire people. I I really like coaching and talking about this and trying to inspire people to do better and be better. And so that's one of the biggest reasons that I decided I wanted to do this is that hopefully I can make a community and a, like a family, a legion of people, if you will, hence the name of people that can get together and help each other, you know, boost each other up and just be the best humans we can be. And at the end of the day, I just want to try and make the world
2: a little bit better than I found it. Mm-hmm. So from an entrepreneurial... Oh my God, I just butchered that word. Me, I can,
0: you know, so from...
2: <laughs> it's been a rough day. Stay <laughs> tuned. From that, from that standpoint... Is it that you tried to, like, you wanted to do the podcast because it's something you can kind of own without, like, starting a business and going, like, deep into, like, debt just to try and, like, have that, like, this is my piece. This is everything that I wanted. Like, this is mine. Um,
0: sort of, kind of. Definitely, yes. Because, I mean, we've got. <laughs>
2: sort of, kind of, definitely, yes. yes.
0: Um, no, I really enjoy talking. I um, mean, Clearly. Yeah. That's why I'm doing this. And just like you, we hung out last night, and we just talked and And I've I've always been a conversationalist. Uh, I used to travel for work, and I flew all over North America, including Canada. And you hated it. And I mean, no, so I didn't hate it, but I hated it, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Uh, there were a lot of things I got out of it, and it definitely made me a very, very different person than when I was before. I learned a lot and got a lot of real-world experience out of it. The reason I hated it is because it was just, really bad on my mental health, and I just had a lot of other shit happen, Um, kind of, right when I started that job, that really fed into it, and that's really why I hated it, but no, like, I found a really big passion in, like, talking about these type of topics to people, because I'd have random conversations with strangers at airports, and we'd have really deep, meaningful conversations, and that's where I learned how to kind of be vulnerable, and I learned how to talk and and tell stories as it was. And and so, yeah, that's kind of where I got the drive. And the idea for the podcast was, well, if I can talk about these things with strangers at a Bar, why couldn't I talk into a microphone and tell thousands of people, potentially?
1: Makes sense. I mean, health and wellness is something that we all have in common.
0: Does it make sense? I kind of went all over the place. I,
2: I don't know if that's I get everything we all have in common. I mean, I feel there like are
1: if- varying degrees of it. Some people are in great shape, great health, great mental status other people are on the other end of the spectrum where they need assistance but health is something that on some level of a spectrum as long as you're alive you know
2: yeah i was just relating back like i don't think everybody's healthy and well, not a good one no, like because like if that was the case then we wouldn't have really an audience true. for the podcast but i
0: mean like not everyone you know is there not everyone is conscious or thinks about it no. And I mean I think everyone should be because, you know, we only get these bodies one time. Yeah,
2: that's and kind of the why point. not
0: take care of it. You know, same thing with your mind is you only get you only get to use your mind once, you know, you might as well do what you can to make it the healthiest you can.
2: What if you get Alzheimer's then you think you probably think you get to use it more than once?
0: Well, at that point it's not my problem.
2: <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. Um, so give us kind of like you know, we talk about how we're in the gym and we're lifting and all this. So what are what are like your basic just so all of our listeners knows what are your, your stats? How tall are you? If you want to share your weight, your age,
0: things like yeah, that. Yeah. So I'm I'm currently uh, coming in at twenty five levels of age. Um yeah, twenty five. Um <laughs> I I'm six six. I'm currently about two hundred and seventy two pounds. Uh, whereas a year ago, give or take You were I was, well over three. Oh uh, no, I was three three forties somewhere in there about a year ago and uh, then getting my shit figured out. I know before that point I was slimmer. Um, I've gone up and down, uh, but about a year ago my mental health was pretty shitty. And that's when I kind of made the turnaround and started losing all the weight and figuring
2: out how like my nutrition actually works for me. Just knowing you personally, I know that your job was a huge factor. The traveling job that you yeah. had, that was a huge, basically – Hindrance to your health and wellness.
0: Oh, you know, definitely, because it was hard to, when you're in a new state every week. It's hard to keep up with the workout regimen as well as a diet nutrition plan. Because it gets to the point where, like, I, I just I need food. What's open? What's here? You know, you come in at midnight on an airplane. And you're like, guess I'm eating McDonald's, and then you know it's so easy to overeat on all that shit. Exactly. And then I, I had a pretty bad drinking problem at the point too. So you know, it'd be land find bar. Get fucked up. Start work next day.
2: I mean, we haven't talked about it on the podcast, but from some of the stories you've told me, it wasn't all bad.
0: Oh, I've I've got some good stories. We'll, we'll talk about them at some point. But uh, yeah, no, I've got I've got plenty of stories.
2: But it, you have made a lot of gains from that time of quitting that to getting your dieting back on track, like an actual regular regimen of like, hey, I'm actually going to go to the grocery store and buy my groceries so I can prep food <coughs> at home. Yeah. I mean, and you've lost that much weight and you look incredibly just like stronger too. Yeah. yeah.
1: There's a lot of muscle gains as well. So. Yeah. No,
2: I've,
0: I've gotten beefy. And, uh, but yeah, no, cause I went from, I've always been a big guy, but like only until recently am I kind of like the big muscular kind of guy. I mean, I still got probably 30, 20 or 30 pounds of fat to lose before I'm like, you know, in good, good shape. But
2: I'm also disappointed that you didn't touch on like, how massive your beard is because i feel like that that's a key selling point for people
0: hey man i forget i have this thing sometimes Full
1: viking style
0: No, i got the full viking look for uh, anyone who's not listening um by the way we have a i saw we had a listener in australia singapore and belgium so shout out to the going international baby Mm -hmm. but yeah no i got the i got the full viking thing going on i got the you know pretty pretty nice beard a lot of guys at the bar like to try and touch it it's weird
2: it it is weird as as his friend. I've never tried to touch his beard, and I'm glad we have those boundaries.
0: You can touch it if you want to, Randy. It's okay.
2: <laughs> uh. I'm scared. Sorry, mom.
1: Anyways, what's
2: uh, the next question? The next <laughs> what, we question,
1: got? Uh, what are some uh, what is a uh, short term and long term goals that you have, whether oh. that be physical or for you know entrepreneurial or or Ent-
2: mental health wise? Yeah. What do you
0: um, entrepreneurial, I have a lot of goals going on with everything. Um, there's a lot of different directions I would like to take this, this company or whatever this is. Um, I know we got the clothing comp- coming soon. You know long term, you know this could be within a year, this could be within 10 years, I don't know. I'd really like for this to take off and be able to help people. You know I don't really care personally about making money, but obviously if we're going to take go the direction that we want to, eventually you know money's going to be a thing. You know, even just for getting better equipment and space and everything. But I was
2: gonna say, do Mister B style and just like literally invest all the money <laughs> you make, whatever it is, even how little it is, right back into the production of this.
0: Well, yeah, for sure, that's one hundred percent the plan. Like any money that we make, going to go back into the company. You know, we might might give us some dinners sometimes now and then. You know, a little
2: Chipotle, hell yeah!
0: But <laughs> please watch the podcast. I knew it was coming. Uh, yeah, hey, gotta try, but no, so. I'd like to get in the clothing company. That's coming soon. I'd really like to get in the supplement gym equipment at some point and start getting into every aspect that is this fitness world. Long term, I have, you know, big aspirations of opening up a Legion Hall, you know, a gym and, you know, a place where people can get together, meet up, you know, even have maybe a studio in there. But, you know, so those are kind of the long term goals entrepreneurial wise. wise. Uh, and then who knows what else we'll add on here and there if they, you know. We're new, and and the sky's the limit, and anything's possible, and I have no real set goals. It's all very fluid, and I'm just kind of going with it. You know, I'm not a huge planner. Uh, I kind of take things by the seat of my pants and and see what happens. Uh, I thrive best in chaos like that, and it's worked pretty well for me so far. Um, I mean, I have kind of overarching goals, but we'll see what happens. As far as personally, fitness-wise, I... So I plan to compete in a bodybuilding competition maybe within a year or two. And that's less, I have less aspirations to be a bodybuilder. And it's more just to say I've done it and I've, you know, I made that accomplishment of getting that lean and been able to do that. There's a chance I fall in love with it and become a professional bodybuilder. Who knows? Again, I don't really make those kind of goals, you know. I'm a very one step at a time kind of person. And that's also been something that's really drugged me out of my mental health hole, too, is just focusing on the next step. And so when it comes to the mental health goals, I don't really have one because I I don't really know where I can say a good set is. You know, I know I've got my own things I need to work through, but, you know, it's just one step at a time.
2: Um, so what's going on with the gunsmithing thing? So you touched base on that earlier. Where's that at since you went to school for that? Like what's the what are your future goals or what's still relevant in your life with that?
0: Yeah, so you know, I, I went to school for gunsmithing. I got my associates in of applied sciences and gunsmithing technology. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know what gunsmithing is, it's basically anything to do with with firearms, fire repair, customization, restoration. Um, I don't think of me as like some gun-toning redneck guy. Like I view firearms the same as a clockmaker who looks at a clock. Like it, it's an art piece for me. Like I really, really like, I like going shooting, but I don't really go out that much, but it, it's more about the processes and the intricacies and in learning how different things work. And, but you know, I, I thought for a while I was going to try to make a business out of that. And it just became very apparent that that wasn't really going to be a huge moneymaker, be able to be reliable and, and uh, gun people are fucking weird sometimes. And, Especially when it comes to like, hey, I would like you to make me a custom rifle. Okay, uh, it's going to cost this much money. Well, I can just go here and buy it for this so much. Like, okay, then fucking do it. Why are you talking to me, you cheap bastard? <laughs> and so it just became pretty apparent that I wasn't going to be making any money. And it, it, again, it's just not, it's less of the money thing too, and it's it was a thing of passions, and it just kind of fell out of favor with me. Uh, I still do it for myself and some you know friends and family. But, yeah, it's just less of something that's as relevant in it's my It's more life. of a love, not a profession. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a fun hobby I like to have on the side. And I've kind of learned over the years that, you know, it's, it's, that's where
2: it's going to stay. That's fair. I mean.
1: Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. What, uh, what exactly did you think when you started this journey, whether it's been your most recent or prior attempts, like what did you think was going to be the hardest, your biggest hurdle, And then kind of like a backup question, what actually, in reality, has probably been the hardest
2: hurdle for you? As far as like the business or?
1: I would say more of like your personal fitness.
2: Like when you first started your journey of health and fitness, what was like you thought was the biggest, going to be your biggest challenge? And then now that you've been, (laughs) you know, far along this journey, what actually has been the biggest challenge?
0: So the biggest challenge for me that I I guess, because I started working out. Oh, it would have been 20, oh, no, math, 2017-ish is when I started really getting into the gym. Um, I would have been about 19 at the time, just started college. And I had gotten my membership to Anytime Fitness. And I always thought the hardest thing for me would be getting into the gym and actually working out. Because going through high school, I hated anything to do with the gym or going in and, and working out with, you know, um like high school football teams or anything like that, and so I always figured that was gonna be the hardest part for me, but that actually turned out to be one of the easiest things that I fell in love with it and fell in love with the people that I had there and then so that made that really easy for me to go into the gym and like there'd be days I spent six hours a day at the gym just hanging out with the buddies like we we weren't working out the entire time, but you know it was just I've got nothing to do today, I don't have work today, I don't have school today, like I'm just gonna hang out at the gym with the bros but as far as the hardest thing actually was was the food and i always you know starting off like i didn't look into anything i didn't know anything so i just figured all right so if i'm eating a lot and i'm getting fat clearly i need to eat little and i'll get skinny nah i didn't really how that works exactly so I I severely underate and I pushed my body way too hard. I got really strong. Like don't get me wrong. Like I got up to uh, six six hundred and five pound deadlift and I was squatting for, like four hundred five and and uh, so like I got really strong doing the shitty shit I was doing. But as f- I never really lost weight. Or- Did you ever hurt yourself? Yeah, a lot, a lot. No, my lower back and my right hip are still kind of fucky from all- doing all of that. And a lot of that was just because I didn't know what I was doing exactly. Um, But, yeah, so that was the hardest thing was getting the eating right, which I really only found out recently in the last probably eight months or so. Okay. Did I answer your question? I
2: did. Okay. Okay. You dying over there? You going to be okay?
0: Maybe, man.
1: (laughs) Take a minute. I I can't, I can't breathe through
0: my nose. It's a it's a problem. It's a mouth
2: breather. Over so trying mouth. to sit there and talk and then breathe. <laughs>
0: <sighs> Sorry for the heavy breathing, everybody.
2: If that sounds horrible, we'll edit yeah. that out and post. <sighs> maybe, maybe, maybe.
1: Just breathe heavily into their ears. Um. <laughs> so, what don't you like about this lifestyle? The eating. <laughs> I
0: hate eating. It, it's weird because you know i am am a I'm a six six big fucking dude and uh i struggle the hardest with the eating and eating enough is really what it is and i know randy you have some fears about getting fat and that's why you struggle to get enough like we had me and randy had a long conversation last night about get your fucking calories up and you'll get big dude and but i'm i was the exact kind of opposite like all right get your calories up so you can get your metabolism going so you can actually process the fat out of your body and that's where i struggle the most and that's what i hate the most because For me to be cutting in a deficit, I'm eating, oh, like 300 grams of protein a day and 3,000 calories, which is a lot of food. I eat uh, six meals a day, and it's it's a lot. And and I eat that all very clean food, too. So that is my least favorite part.
1: Where it gets really difficult that when you eat clean, meaning you're eating healthy, unprocessed uh, foods – Whole foods, if you will. Yeah,
0: like I can, yeah, I can tell you every single ingredient that's in my food and it's not some weird chemical name. Yeah,
1: so a lot of times it's referred to as eating clean versus eating dirty, which is, you know, you're processed.
2: So there's less like dense, cal- <coughs> you know what I mean? It's not as calorie full, so you have to eat a lot more. And then basically you've turned eating into like a sure. scheduled routine. Like sure. Sure. Yeah, sure. And it, it kind of takes the fun out of it.
0: Yeah, and I mean, like, like I don't eat bad. Like, there's a big misconception that healthy food doesn't taste good. Yo, you got to learn how to cook. That's where it is. Like, I know how to cook. I eat very good. My shit is delicious, but it's just a lot of volume.
1: Yeah, for sure, that makes sense. I know, like you
2: mentioned, he struggles with that a lot too. But even the amount of food that I eat, which is a lot less than you, it's a lot.
1: Yeah, his dinner is what the majority of what you eat, in and it's day. not even a
2: thousand calories.
1: But it's, I mean, I make one, two, like four multi-sectioned
2: uh, containers,
1: containers of of food for him, and and yeah, it's all vegetables and rice and chicken, and and it just doesn't add up to a lot of calorie dense. It's super nutritionally dense.
2: But. And I'm full, like yeah, I I even eat a sweet potato and everything, and I, it's a lot of food, and I'm stuffed afterwards. Not like stuffed, like I. You know what I mean? But I'm full. I'm content. And I'm like, man, that's, I'm supposed to eat maybe like double that right there. Like add another, like all those extra calories on like my diet. I'm like, ooh, that's, that's rough. What was your childhood like uh, from a nutrition aspect? Kind of like break us down like what, you know, how you were as a kid going through middle school into high school. Like, were
1: what you did... part of the Clean Plate Club?
0: <laughs> no, no. I was a seafood diet. I saw food and I ate it. Um, no, I had, a, I had a, you know, and I know my mom listens to it, so like, sorry for calling you out, mom, I love you, but like, it, you know, past the past, we've talked about this, but like- Were you a chunky kid? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I, all, all throughout. So I didn't, I was fairly skinny up until probably the third grade or something like that, and I think that's when I started gaining weight, and I, I had to do a lot, you know, just the home life in general, you know, my dad was an alcoholic, and that just didn't make for the best of home life, and then- my mom worked her ass off. She's the one who supported us and later on in life, my parents got divorced and we lived with mom. So she, she bust her ass to provide for me and my sister. And I am etern- eternally grateful for that. And, um, but like, you know, so would be a lot of nights where, you know, she's working all day, comes home and just wants to relax. So she'll go to like hy V and like get the, you know, hy V Chinese. hi chai. hi try for life. <laughs> um, and, uh, so like, you know, it, it was, all, which is a lot of like sugary type foods and yeah, just like I never really you know had the best diet, and you know we weren't the richest family in the world, so we couldn't afford all of the best stuff all the time. But yeah, and then I was also a very emotional eater too, which is so you know like I barricade myself in my room and I just eat everything I could. I remember a lot of times me waking up in the middle of the night, going getting whatever snacks I I want. I, I miss always,
2: those days. Oh yeah, dude, yeah, it
0: was nice. But no, like, and then we'd go grocery shopping, and I was always, like, wanting, like, zebra cakes and pop, and, you know, just all typical, you know, nerdy fat kid wanting all the sugary shit. The
1: nom-noms. Oh, yeah.
0: But (laughs) so that, that, nutritionally-wise, as a kid, it was not good, which is why I got pretty fat.
2: Which is kind of surprising, you being 6'6", or whatever, I'd imagine when you hit your growth spurt at, you know, whatever time that that came along for you, that you would have thinned back out a little bit, but...
0: And I mean, I did. Like, I had a senior year... Like, I was probably, you know, like, I wasn't super big senior year. I was probably coming in about 250 or 260, but I also had no muscle on me at the time. And then I, you know, I joked my, it always makes me laugh because my buddy Terry, I don't, I don't always listen to one episode. I hope he's listening to this one. If you're listening to this, Terry, go fuck yourself. But.
2: <laughs> Sponsor the podcast.
0: Sponsor the podcast, you piece of shit. No, I love Terry. But I'd always, like, j- half joking with him, half being serious, I'd be like, you know, Oh, I'm just trading the fat for muscle, and you, you can't do that. You gotta like, you know, blah blah blah. But like, jokes on you, Moan. Oh, over the last five years, that's what I've been doing. Like really slowly, but I've been kind of doing that.
1: Slow and steady wins the race.
2: All right, I got another one for you. What are some misconceptions you believed in when you started your journey that you now no longer believe in?
0: Oh, that's a that's a, hard that's a good one. one. Yeah, think about it. Oh, yeah, I kind of fell into, I guess less of the misconceptions and more like the bro science. Of like I don't need a, I don't need any wrist wraps or I don't need a belt. Like I ain't no bitch. Like only bitches wear this and that. Like, and now like I'm about to do 135 pound bent over. I'm throwing my belt on. I don't want to fuck my back up. <laughs> but like, um, shout out to my sister who's getting back surgery probably by now. That this one comes out <laughs> cause she's got a herniated disc. Oh and, gosh. uh, but, um, nah, so, I guess I don't know if I really fell into a lot of misconceptions. Um, I do know that I was, I was always very self-conscious in general with my body, so I always wore, you know, bigger clothes, and, and uh, I you know, I was kind of under the influence, like, all oh, these people are looking at me, people are going to judge me, like, I got to lift a heavy weight, otherwise people are going to think I'm a loser.
2: I so, thought the same thing, and yeah. then you realize nobody actually cares.
0: Yeah, I no, because, like, I, I know my form was not good, but, like, I was, like, You know, uh, flat dumbbell bench pressing like hundreds, uh, because like I was trying to like you know I was not doing full depth or anything, but I'm like I got to keep up with these guys. Like, other one's gonna assume I'm a loser if I can't do this big heavy weight, and I wasn't doing proper form and technique on anything. And uh, and so yeah, that that was probably the biggest one, which I you know I always thought people were looking and judging me.
2: Not to take away from you, but I felt like probably one of the one of the misconceptions I fell for was uh, you need to do free weights. Instead of like machines. And I use a lot of machines nowadays versus when I first started. I try to do free weights for everything, but I'm like, there's a lot of like great machines. Like, not everything needs to be free weights. Yeah, I I was right there.
1: The machines honestly kind of help you with your form sometimes. If you're, because depending on what workout you're doing, it can be really hard to maintain proper form if you don't have a certain amount of muscle built already.
0: Yeah. Listen, people. So the lifts you do, especially barbell style lifts, the bench press, the squats, the deadlifts, it's a skill that you have to acquire. You can't just go in and pick up a bar. You have to learn how to activate the muscles properly. You have to learn the form. There is so much more that goes into doing a lift properly that people don't think about. So you you know, use the machines because those are designed to take out all the stupid, it's, you know, locks you in and do it like this. And until you get the form down, you get the concept down to get that mind muscle connection. Then like, like free weights level two is, is how people should think about that. Yeah, I think also, I feel good. like
2: it's a good way to like, if you're wanting to focus and isolate a certain muscle and then you look at the machine and that's what it does, it's going to be kind of hard to mess that up. Yeah. That's why bodybuilders use machines.
1: Uh, so why have you failed in the past and and or given up? So obviously we've hit these journeys multiple times in our life. Break
2: it down,
0: loser. So. Short form, I'm a bitch and a dumbass. Uh, long form, there's a bit more to it. So the most times I've failed in the past is it's, it's either been circun, circumstantial or just I've gotten in my head and, and, and things just didn't work out or got an injury and then just fell off. But where I failed the most definitely had to be, like, in the diet, which, you know, we've already covered that. But, like, that's where I failed the most. And I'd get kind of off-put by the fact, like, I'm not really losing weight or doing anything like that. And then, so, like, you know, like, I'll take a month or two off and I'll fall off and, and just, you know, binge eat and go back to not doing anything. Or I'll get busy for a week or two, like, you know. Even as the most consistent people, if you take like an entire week off from the gym, like it's almost—it's still hard to like get back in and get back on the routine. Like over the holidays, like I had two days off in a row, and it was like my third day I went back in. I'm like, I don't want to be here right now. And I'm like, wait, what am I talking about? I love this shit. And negative self-talk is probably the biggest killer for me because uh, I'd give in to my feelings and my urges and be like, oh, I'm tired today. Fuck it, I'll go tomorrow. And then like three days I'd passed, like oh, I'll go to the gym today. And then go to the gym that day, and then you know two or three more days, I'd be sore, I'd be tired. I'm like, I don't feel like it, whatever. And you know, long story short, I was I was being a bitch. I was giving into my emotions and my feelings, and letting them win. And that's where I failed the most throughout my journey was giving in all my emotions.
1: Okay, so how do you push <laughs> past that now?
0: How do I push the past that now? I'm tired. I can rest when I'm done. Um, it's it's a lot like we talked about in episode four of. Fuck your feelings. Like, you have to get disciplined. You have to build that dedication and that motivation in your head, you know. And you just got to do it because this is my goal. This is where I want to be. This is what I want to do. This is the lifestyle that I want to live. And until you recognize that, can you actually live it? And so that was kind of the thing that I just started to nail down was, like, I'd get home from work. Like, yeah, I just got done work in 10 hours. I've been up since 3.30. be like, I don't want to go to the gym today. But, like... Fuck it, you know, whatever. What's what's another hour and a half? I'll go for the gym for an hour and a half. I'll come eat and then I can lay down and I can rest. And it's just seeing the finish line and not giving up till you get it at the
2: end of the day, you know?
1: I don't know. It's very, it's very much a mindset.
2: So, next question Are you natural or not? And if so, do you plan to stay that way?
0: Naturally a beast? Hell yeah,
2: bro. <laughs> You're so stupid.
0: <laughs> for everyone I don't flex. sponsor the podcast. No, 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 no. Shut up. Sponsor the podcast. No. Uh, yes. Currently, yes. I'm natural, hundred percent. Although I, I feel like the more weight I lose, the more people are really skeptical of that. Um, especially because I, I do. I just have really good genetics. Uh, I'm not the liver king lying about it. I'm not going to get exposed yet. No one's found out yet. But um,
2: <laughs> do you live by the nine ancestral tenants? Oh,
0: shut the fuck up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh boy, that guy's a dude. Um, yeah, but. Yeah, no, so I, I'm 100% natural right now. Um, like, I take testosterone boosters, but it's not not steroids. It's not TRT. Yeah, no, 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 not, not on that level yet. Do I plan to stay this way? Currently, yeah. Like, I don't have a reason to get on mm. any steroids or anything like that because, uh, again, I'm very genetically gifted to build muscle. And, and you're
2: still extremely young.
0: Yeah, like, I'm only 25. Like, I, I know I can still pack more on. Like, I haven't reached the limit of my genetic potential yet, which is insane. And so if I do this bodybuilding competition and it goes really well and I fall in love with doing it then, and I find a good coach that knows what the fuck they're doing and thinks I have the potential to like win Mr. Olympia, then yeah, maybe I might get on steroids and start cycling and doing all that. But I'm not going to, I wouldn't do it just to do it. You know, like I don't have a reason. I don't have that kind of mindset or that ego to be like, I need, I need steroids to get bigger for, for what? Just to fuck it. So
1: You can't wipe your own ass.
0: Yeah, I have enough trouble going and
2: getting through doorways as it is. Like, I don't I need more.
1: <laughs>
0: that's
2: fair. That's fair. <laughs> that's, that's accurate. <coughs> do we have another question?
1: I think that's all of our questions. Is there anything that you just want to well, generally I mean, tell the people out there?
2: I was going to go off the, the oh. cusp here. And, okay. uh, hobbies. What are some, no gym stuff. What is it that you, no gunsmithing, like, what is it you enjoy to do? Besides the t- things that you've already mentioned, what are things that you like?
0: Yeah, that's kind of hard because, like, like, the gym and guns. And I was about to say, like, <laughs> I mean, like, in all honestly, like, the gym is my favorite thing to do. Like, I, I really enjoy being in the gym. But I, I guess you know, it's been a harder for me to play video games as of recently. But I, am, I am a huge nerd. I love video games, and there's a lot of series that I like to play. Um, like, I'm really excited for the Final Fantasy VII Rebirth remake that comes out this the- month. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm
2: pre-ordered. Jewish.
0: um Yeah, I'm excited for that, and uh I'll be playing the shit out of that when it comes out. So I do enjoy video games, but it's hard for me to sit down and play for like more than an hour anymore.
1: And you what like about to read? Don't you?
0: Sort of, kind of. I, I I do read a good bit of books. I like some fantasy novels here and there, and um just kind of historical type stuff. Like I'm reading the Book of Five Rings by Miyamoto Musashi, who is uh, like, the most famous Je- uh, Japanese samurai dude from ancient times. Uh, <laughs> badass dude. Uh, so I do enjoy reading. Again, reading something that's hard for me to do because, like, I-, I like to be doing something with my body and moving. I-, I really enjoy music. I absolutely love music.
2: Some bands, throw out some music, like musicians, oh. bands. What do you... Give so, the audience a, a just kind of an idea of what you're into.
0: So I'm into a whole lot of everything. My music taste goes all over the place. Oh, um, maybe. So Drake White uh, and Muscadine Bloodline are two like sad cowboy music bands that I've been getting into. That um. Uh, you that, really like, threw
2: me off when you first said Drake because I
0: like. Nah, I don't listen to Drake. Um, that whole like the pop, the whole, the whole kind of like pop genre and rap, I don't get too heavily into. Um, no Tay Tay, who?
2: I love Tay Tay. Taylor Swift. I said it like that just because. I, I have less respect for both of you now, um, dude. I'm married. Like, what do you like? It's my wife is. Uh, yeah.
1: Don't even. He listened to the t- new Taylor Swift album before I did.
2: It popped up on my streaming music app as an album that he first brought released it to me.
1: He was like, "Babe, you gotta listen to this midnight song. I like it so much."
2: First of all, I did
0: not say that. So, thanks you for tuning in into this episode. <laughs> I'm gonna find new co-hosts. These ones can't be trusted. No, um,
2: I'm getting a divorce. <laughs> I don't need this.
0: What did we talk about?
2: I, I was just kidding. I'm not going anywhere. I like my home.
0: Thank you. <laughs> my home. <laughs> No, we uh, built a fond home together. I also like 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 heavier metal metal in the. Rock genres and like newer stuff or older stuff, like, yeah.
2: Uh, like uh, system of a
0: down, I'm not a huge, like, like nothing more is a huge one. I like, <coughs> uh, while I'm working out, I also, uh, Rob Bailey, The Hustle Standard that's more like motivational rock rap. Um, if anyone needs like some good gym mixes, like, look up Rob Bailey and The Hustle Standard, that'll get you to do some workouts.
2: I've literally never heard of any. Anything you've mentioned so far? That's, yeah. that's
0: fair. That's the genre of music I listen to.
2: Is the one that most people haven't listened uh, heard. You're just of. like they do, Like I want to listen to everything everybody else doesn't listen to yes. until people start listening to it, and, and I'm then like, I'm going to find new man. stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah. That that's me. That in a, in a nutshell, I almost get mad when like one of the artists I like goes mainstream. Like you motherfuckers, you're not good anymore. Or like when people like because I'm so used to going up to people and be like, oh, uh, you just a new song came out by so and so. Like oh yeah, we've all heard of them. Like. Well, cross that one off the list. Have you heard this one by so and so? Oh, I've never heard of them. Nice. We're back. We're back. Status quo. Yeah, yeah. But um, you no. Know, I'll, I'll, and then I'll, I really enjoy going to like live music, especially like local stuff. Yeah, I think you so, went to something last night. Didn't yeah, you? yeah. No, I did. I had a bunch of my buddies in the uh, Cedar Rapids music scene. They get together the first Thursday of the month and have kind of an open jam session, which is super cool because just. A bunch of super talented musicians getting together and like nothing scripted. It's all improv music. It's really really jazzy, bluesy, funky.
2: It's it's super cool. Sounds all like it. a good time. Um, dating life. What's going on there with you?
1: Ooh, we're getting personal. I mean, that's the what's whole a, point.
2: What's a female?
0: What's, what's a female? A female? Uh, nah, no, no, I don't. I haven't really dated a whole lot. I haven't really taken it seriously. I've been so focused. Uh, something I've told everyone and something I've taken you know to heart is you can't love anyone if you don't love yourself. And do been, you not love yourself? I do now, but it, uh, but I still got a ways to go before I'm really fully there. And I'm a lot closer than I was a year ago. And so it, it's been so long since, you know, I, I sent a, a Snapchat to some friends last night where it's like, it's so weird to like sit in a room by yourself and like actually just genuinely love who you are because I never experienced that, you know, through all my life until recently. And so, I like every time I do think about getting back in the dating game, I started talking to somebody for like a day or two. I'm just like, no, nah, this ain't it. This ain't it. And forever I had the, you know, ideas in my head that like I was never good enough for anyone and I was just a fucking loser, blah, blah, blah. But now I have the complete opposite and I, I, I'm a little egotistical with myself. I'm you like,
2: cocky bastard.
0: Nah, straight no, up I'm though. Just No, straight up. I am too good for everyone else. And it's like, I, I know my worth these days. And like, I haven't met anyone yet that really like can
2: fill that void. It's fair.
1: You like, find uh, the right one. Somebody who yeah. has the same values, the same work ethics. I feel like, like everybody's
2: that. got standards that they have for themselves and what they're looking for in a partner and I don't think there's anything wrong with that I feel like that's being honest with yourself and when people when you go on dates and you're like hey this is kind of like what I'm into what I'm looking for like what I want from somebody that I want to spend you know potentially the rest of my life with and if they don't feel the same way then I mean I feel like it's best to be honest and yeah kind of go apart sooner rather than later exactly and, and
0: I don't I don't just date to date you know like, when I was traveling, especially, sorry, Mom, but, like, I I fucked around a lot while I was traveling. I mean, I am a single dude from Iowa just traveling around the country. Like, I had my share of fun. Honestly, I would question you if you didn't. Yeah, well, that's fair. But, no, so I've I've had a lot of fun, you know, but, like, I'm, I've am i gotten over that and over the hoe phase into the douche era, you know? <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> Went all about the women to all
2: about myself.
0: Yep. Yep. And, uh... So, yeah, now I'm, like, I, I don't, I'm, I'm done with all the all that shit. So, it's, like, you know, I'm not dating a date. If I'm dating somebody, like, they're going to be the one. So, like, you know, at the same time, like, I need to vet them out, make sure they're even worthy of, like, getting to that point. Like, who are you before I can go on a date with you kind of kind of thing, which is why I despise dating apps because it's so superficial. And,
2: yeah, we, we talked about this last night because yeah. me, me and my wife met on Bumble. So, you know.
1: Sponsor the podcast,
0: <laughs> please, and un un uh, uh unblock what, blo- you, you for me. some other reason. No, so I have never had Bumble, but I tried to sign up for it oh, like a year or two back, and like I'm already banned.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, Steel. I will say like if you can ever find somebody like having her have some of the same goals that I do, like she has her own personal goals, but like being supportive of you know what I want to do. That makes it so much easier to do the fitness and live that type of lifestyle, like. Just her not being against it and being understanding of it, like there's some days where she's not feeling well and she doesn't go to the gym, but like I don't get ragged on for me still wanting to go to the gym, even when she wasn't working out a lot because she went through some struggles in the beginning when we were first together, where she like had anxiety attacks going to the gym, just being around a lot of people. She didn't ever knock me for still going to the gym. And I'm like, well, we can go together. And she's just like, I I can't. And I'm like, well, I'm still going to go. And she was always supportive of that. Like, I feel like having that peace, it, like, makes a world of difference. I don't think I'd probably be where I'm at. It. Like, I'd still be, I'm not even going to say healthy. I was really unhealthy when I lost You'd all that dead.
0: weight. Dead. You'd be dead. Let's yeah. just say it. You'd be dead. I've yeah. said it several
2: times. I stick behind that. I was working, like, 100 hours a week and working out seven days a week and eating sleeping like, like three hours a day yeah,
1: eating 800 calories a day yeah, yeah
2: but like you did. with her she like really got me on track with a lot of the other stuff and opened my eyes to a lot of stuff so i feel like if you can find somebody like that man that's only gonna like help you just the gains and just being that much better at what you're doing
0: yeah and it's and i'm also a very non-traditional type person too like why so
2: I just gave my wife a lot of compliments. So uh-huh. for everybody thinking I'm <laughs> being, I mean. I'm like
1: giddy over here. <laughs>
0: oh, She's just grinning year to year. Uh, hey, you got to do it sometimes to keep right. You happy, right? But no, like I'm very non-traditional type too. Like, you know, it's very traditional that like, you know, the man of the household is lead the woman and like, no, I don't want somebody to lead. I'm. Like I don't want somebody that I have to protect, provide for. Like I want somebody that's going to stand by my side and rule the fucking world with me. Oh, yeah. And I like, there's not a whole lot of women like that around. Uh, this that, is fifty-fifty
2: with me and her. This isn't like me or her. It's it's us. Yeah.
0: Like I, like I need basically I need my badass Viking shield maiden chick to like come through. Like I want like I, I've been Largotho. saying, you right, <laughs> you right. But no, like I've been saying for years, like you know, I need some chick that you have to fight before you can fight me. You know. And like, that's that's what I'm looking for, and I ain't found that yet.
2: But if you're in the bar scene, that's not a chick you want.
0: No, no. Because <laughs> they I, will. My, I was talking to my mom on the phone the other day, and uh, she was asking me questions. She's like, so, like, do you get hit on a lot at the bar? I'm like, no, nah, they know better.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, because, uh, I like, if you're coming into my bar as a regular, like, uh, I, I don't fuck with you. Like, uh, please look somewhere else. Uh, and I feel like they pick up on that pretty good. Like, there's a few regulars that I'll, like, uh, you know, I have my phone with in the bar. I'll, you know, walk by them and shoulder check them as a joke or something. But, like, the rest of the women in there, I'm like,
2: nah don't touch me.
1: Yeah, I feel like you kind of know, like, don't don't mess around with staff. Don't, like, distract the bouncers. They're there for a reason. Also,
2: don't mess with the guy who's 6'6", 270 pounds, and no offense, has resting bitch face.
0: That's one of the reasons I'm still single, I think. Is, a, is is the fact that I'm a very also, I'm, told maybe, I'm very unapproachable
2: Maybe women are intimidated by other dudes coming up touching your beard too that, I don't think that helps you at all.
0: no 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 But that, that's again last what was it Wednesday last weekend um I think it was last weekend I had uh, uh, basically these two girls come up one was talking to the DJ or the one was standing behind her then I had one of my security guards come up to the like side of the DJ booth and I was leaning over the wall talking to them. And this chick is like looking at me all googly-eyed and she was she, shit faced, wasn't she? I mean, no, not real. Oh, maybe. I don't know. They've probably been drinking. Like it's still earlier in the night, but oh. she reaches towards my beard and I slap her hand and I get up in her face, I'm like, do not fucking touch me. And her eyes got so wide, she ran off. But it was like, Well, that's probably why I'm single.
2: <laughs> Oh, I think you might have scarred that person for life. I hope the but fuck I did.
1: You know what? Consent. Consent Don't touch people without
2: asking. Like, like you no,
0: know, straight up. If you go up to me I'm like, "Hey, dude, I really like your beard. Can I touch it?" There, you have a fifty. For, it depends on my mood. If I'm in to decent mood, I'm like, like, fine, I guess. Like, it's gonna be weird for yeah. for both of us. Yeah. I'm gonna make it weird, but like, I you it might constant happen. eye contact. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like it's straight eye contact. Like you, you're gonna know I'm very uncomfortable with the situation.
2: But, but you still would say yes. <laughs>
0: I have several times, man. Hey, hey, human touch is human touch. A man has needs.
2: You lonely bastard.
0: <laughs> someone someone, just pity me and
2: take me off the market already. Love oh, me. <laughs> so, to round out this whole thing, for all the questions that we hadn't asked, what is something the viewers should know about you that we didn't touch base on? Oh...
0: Um, um, we can know. obviously tell somebody yeah.
2: came prepared for this.
0: Hey, you guys are supposed to be asking me questions. I'm not yeah. interviewing myself. Yeah, but we're we're, we're throwing a couple want them in there. To know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want them to know about you
1: Shit. that maybe we didn't
0: ask. Well, oh, you guys asked me some good questions. Uh, I think. Um, Bro, we just came up with all these at the gym too. I mean, I, that's what I would do if yeah. you guys. But uh, but no. So one thing about me is like like I like we've you, talked like I'm six six. I'm two hundred seventy pounds, beefy. I'm a pretty scary, intimidating dude. And, uh, you know, that's just one thing I think you've probably maybe found out through all the episodes by now. Like, just because I'm a big dude.
2: Dude, you're a giant like, teddy bear. I was yeah, that's lovely. what I'm saying. It's like, I mean,
0: almost It's just something of being a man. Like, you shouldn't bottle up your emotions and, and be this shell of a human. Like, being vulnerable and open with your shit. And it's, especially when it comes like, because like November is like mental health month for men or something like that, right? I thought it was no net November. I mean, I say, hey there man. No whatever.
2: November.
0: There's no shit. There's whole just a lot of no stuff November going on. November is a crazy no, month for men. No, it is. It's no. <laughs> say no, kids. But no, like, it's, I've learned, you know, because I, you know, I was raised as a man and i was like you know i'm not supposed to cry i'm not supposed to be emotional like i'm not supposed to feel feel, feeling is for women and no fuck that like we're all human like feel the feelings it is like i tell people all the time like i like like, you know I, i still coach people even when i was in my bad bad times i was still really good at giving good advice on how not to be in a shit state of mind and something i always preach is like it's you know, whether it's a death in the family or something like that, like it's very important to feel the feelings, but it's very important to not get stuck in them either. So, you know, be vulnerable and talk to your people about it because you just bottle all your shit up, like it's going to, you're going to explode.
1: Yeah. I mean, feeling your feelings and processing through them is important for you sure. You definitely have to work
2: through your trauma. 100%.
1: But not letting your feelings rule you, which goes
2: back to last week where fuck you said. Fuck your feelings. Fuck your feelings. Yeah. Wait, we're not supposed to let our trauma rule us?
0: No. Oh no.
2: shit, I didn't get the
0: memo. Hey man, okay. that's why you're here. We're okay, here man. to heal you. But yeah, no, that's one thing that with me that, you know, uh, you see me on the street and you probably think about this big, scary, tough dude. Like, no, like I'm a pretty friendly individual and I'm chill to talk to, but at the same time, like, you know, I get told all the time, like, oh, I've had several of my female friends, like, you know, if I get what if I get, you know, I'll talk to a girl for a week and she'll stop talking to me or something like that. Is there like something wrong with me? Like, is it my face or like, what's going on? Like, you're too nice. I'm like, the fuck does that even mean I'm too nice? Like,
1: it really, it really is a thing and I don't understand. No, I don't get it like, the whole, do you like nice
2: guy.
0: Do you want me to treat last? you like shit and slap you in the face or something? Cause, like,
2: I mean, honestly, when it's not, it's Megan tells me way. about her past relationships, that's like the guy she went for.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's not like she upgraded <laughs> a ton, but.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say, AKA the guy she married. But,
0: but no, like, like, yeah, I'm nice. I'm going to hold the door open for you. Like, if you give me a reason to treat you like shit, I don't like you and you're not going to be in my life sitting there and you're not going to give any of my time. Life is too short to give your time to people you don't care about. So if I don't care about you, I'm not going to care for you. And therefore, you have no you have no space in my life. I'm not going to talk to you.
2: Also, you're that dude that like if you need a ride at like two or three in the morning and somebody calls you you're gonna be there for them guy or woman i should specify that because there's some people that are just like i'll do that for women if they call me because you're really kind of like shady if you just you know what i mean kind of just like i'm not gonna answer the phone for the boys at 2 a.m but like you're that type of friend that like if you need me i'm there when you need
0: me and that's that's the thing of like like i've uh the word honor means a lot to me and i have my own code of honor that i follow very strictly and one of those things is if a friend needs help, you're gonna fucking help them. Like I don't care. Like if it's inconvenient, I might I might bitch and moan a little bit, but like at the end of the day, if you can't figure it out, like I got you. You know, like I will. Like if I need to drive two hours, I'm gonna be fucking pissed off, but I will do it. And so it's like it. And that's another thing too. Like if any of my friends ever come out to the bar that I work at and I see them and they're drinking when they leave, like I will text you, and be like, hey, just get home safe, and you know, and guy girl hot chick ugly chick ugly dude pretty
2: dude well, i don't well, care why'd
1: look at me when you said that dude what the hell
2: what's up it's like <laughs> that one time you had to go pick <laughs> up your vehicle <laughs> and you couldn't get anybody to give you a ride and you hit me up or whatever and i drove you out to grab your truck it was oh, yeah, the old yeah, truck yeah. you had yeah at the uh the airport yeah, yeah
0: yeah yeah no like same shit like uh you know if you can't be nice to your friends and yeah. do that like what the fuck good are you
2: yeah, and obviously, like, you, you know, you've been nice enough to Megan because you look like her ex, and she used to stay there for a while, you're, like, his doppelganger, yeah, you were yeah. yeah. kind of PTSD. Like, you guys Dean... point
0: that out to me all the
2: time. Well, no, and like, I was just, like, no. I, I was, like, I didn't want to tell her to be, like, well, no offense, but, like, Dean's not going anywhere. I love yes. you, but, like, Dean's staying, so, like, work through I, your trauma. I don't think I ever brought up, like, let's not. No, I'm just, I'm just saying, me. like, yeah. you know, like, we're going to have to hang out, like, so you're going to have to. Time
0: um, I think I met Megan was we were at, I think we went we to Mandarin Spice. Yeah. And then, like, you're just staring at me. And I'm, I look over to Randy and Randy's like, You look like your ex. I'm like,
2: Huh.
1: <laughs> like, I have just, just so much
2: just better so beard, much. though. Better beard. I yeah. argue better everything. That's fair. I, I give maybe. you that.
0: Yeah, my toes are so much better than yours. I swear to God.
2: I also think you're slightly sure. taller, too.
0: No, oh, Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember. I
2: don't remember. How do you not remember? You were with the guy for eight years. What the fuck kind of X are you?
1: I don't know. He was tall. That's all I remember.
2: I was gonna make a joke, but I'm gonna be (laughs) nice. So, yeah. So beyond that, um, anything else? Some parting words, wisdom before we head on out.
1: Quotes for us today? Yeah. What do you got?
2: What cheesy shit Shit. did you write down today? Uh, I saw. You got some Icarus shit again for us? No, not today. I don't think. Um. You've been on the tear stuff from yeah. I,
0: I could tell you the story of tear,
2: uh, Norse mythology. But is there a quote, or are you just like want to go? Oh, I could tell you the story. Like I don't know. So
0: that's the thing. One of the reasons I love so uh, I'm Scandinavian and in heritage, and so uh, I've always felt like a really good attraction, like old Norse mythology and stuff like that. And it's one thing I I absolutely love storytelling and talking clearly and. So the story of Tyr is there was this wolf Fenrir who I believe is a son of Loki, the god of mischief, and this wolf was getting bigger and bigger, and it's made it scared the gods, and you know, um, and then a the whole story. Fenrir is supposed to eat the sun and kill Odin and bring about the end of the world.
2: So, Ragnarok, right?
0: Yeah, it was Ragnarok, and so uh, they kept. Uh, trying to find ways to bind Fenrir. They made it a game of strength. test his strength. And so the wolf went along with it. And he had rope and chain after rope and chain and he'd break all of the bindings. And then one day they commissioned the dwarves to make this magical, like, unbreakable chain to bind the wolf. So they presented these chains to the wolf and they said these are unbreakable, made by the dwarves. Like, you know, let's see if you can, let's bind you and see if you can break free. The wolf has, at this point, grown skeptical of their game And said, I will only let you bind me if one of you puts your hand in my mouth. And so all the gods looked at each other and was like, well, they all know it's going to bind the wolf. And so they didn't want to lose their arm. And Tyr stepped up and he said, I will place my arm in your mouth. Knowing that once they bind the wolf, he will lose his arm. So he places his arm in the wolf's mouth and they bind the wolf. And then not being able to break free, the wolf bites off Tyr's arm. And the whole story behind that why i love that story so much is even though you know you're going to have to sacrifice protecting the people around you is sometimes the greatest thing that you can do and so that's one of the reasons i have on my board down uh in my cough uh, cough, yeah, cough almost almost i mostly just needed to breathe um but i have sacrifice written down because sometimes you're going to have to give up things the ultimate and greater good of the world around you and that's one of the reasons like I wanting to do this podcast is like I'm going to be donating so much of my money and my time and my energy into trying to better the world around me and so I'm not exactly losing an ill a limb but you know in a sense like I'm putting myself out there to be judged by the world and putting my arm in the mouth of the world to get bitten off in a sense and it's just the, it's a story about honor and valor and, and doing the right thing even though you know it's gonna you know kick you in the ass
1: Bet y'all didn't know you were going to get story time tonight.
0: Hell yeah. to share. <laughs> I know a lot of shit. I love North Mythology. I'm actually going to be starting like a whole North Mythology themed uh, uh, forum seeker soon. Mm. Nice.
2: Alright, well everybody, that kind of wraps up our uh, episode for today about the uh, deep dive into Dean's life and what it's like, uh, what it was like for him coming up and goals and everything else in his yeah. life.
0: If you guys have any other questions about me or any of our other hosts, because we'll be doing episodes of uh, interviewing them coming soon or we probably won't do them all in one run but if you guys have any any other further questions or would like to shut the fuck up megan <laughs> Didn't
1: even say anything. you were
0: mouthing it
2: you were mouthing it oh i knew it was coming sorry i just like but oh, no perfect. if you guys have any
0: questions please uh hit us up hit me up personally if you know me or or whatever on the socials uh you can email us at legioner dot or at gmail.com uh, Legion or Athletics on Facebook and Instagram. I believe there's a Q&A section on Spotify. I could be wrong. I, I don't, I don't exactly know exactly how that works. But, yeah, any questions you guys have for us or any more information you'd like to know, please let us know. Please let us know what you like about the show. Please follow on Spotify. I'm trying to get up on Apple Music soon um yeah. also
2: let us know how you like this uh break away from our normal content to do a deep dive on some of the cast so we know maybe if it's something we should start doing more often with other guests that we have potentially coming on down the line exactly but uh, you know biggest thing if you like the show share the show uh
0: let's make this big and grow the legion uh get out there get a little training in be the best you you can be it's only you versus you so have a good day everybody you guys got anything else nope Good night. bye peace out y'all